she was O. She was D. Desirable. She. Oh, anyway, we won't carry on. <laughs> you get uh, the idea but... with that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Track with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where we take a great pop music album and break it down track by track. And on the turntable this week, another one of our albums of 2020. It's Kylie Minogue with Disco. D-I-S-C-O. D-I-S-C-O. It's Kylie Minogue, and what better way for our final album of the year than to celebrate this opus of uh, a contribution to the pop music scene this year. Agree? Disagree? I completely agree, Will. Kylie came back this year with her 15th studio album, but perhaps more importantly than that, this is her fourth track-by-track episode. Do we need to do an introduction? Do we need to say who Kylie Minogue is? I'm going to do one anyway, Dan. So let me give it to you up front. So Kylie Anne Minogue, uh, otherwise known as Kylie. And she's, and as far as I'm concerned and we're concerned on Track by Track, she is the only person in the world named Kylie that can get away with just being called Kylie. I literally can't think of anyone else who can or should use that name and that brand. And that's that on that. And that's and that's the end of that then. So Kylie, singer, Australian singer, songwriter, actress, darling, uh, ally, uh, superstar, uh, icon, uh, national treasure, honorary Brit, uh, pop star, superstar, extraordinaire, and winemaker, and now also. Winemaker. I'd love to. I remember Dan. We did earlier on this year when we were on our holidays. We did a wonderful uh, vineyard tour and wine tasting. Mm. I would love to have a rummage around Kylie's vineyard. I would absolutely love that, and I'd love for her to tell me about it as well. Yes, to do like a tasting uh, with some maybe some lovely sort of breadsticks and uh, some cheeses as well. Some nibbles. Oh, Kylie cheeses. Maybe that's coming next year. Maybe that's phase two of the Kylie drinks and nibbles empire. Uh, so Kylie is back this year again. What a year Kylie has had, Dan. It has been quite literally a record-breaking year for Kylie. Not only has she once again come back with a brand new sound, a new direction, a new album, singles, live performances. You know, what else has she done? She's... Um, she found a vaccine uh, for <laughs> COVID. She did that marathon walk around her back garden. Uh, she oh. reinstated uh, free meals for kids in schools. All those album listening parties that she's still doing to this day with all those special guests. So well done, Kylie, for all of that. Thank you, Kylie. Really, thank you. So just a little bit of a overview on the album itself before we dive in uh, to side one, track one. Disco is the 15th studio album released by Kylie, uh, released in uh, November, 6th of November, 2020. Uh, And obviously before this, we had Golden, a country uh, styled album. And also, uh, how could she have topped that Glastonbury legend slot? I think she might have done it. I think she might have done it. And I don't think we're the first people to think that following that slot, which was, you know, we've said before, we were there. It was monumental. It was one of, an all-time Glastonbury highlight. But now she's come back with disco. It feels like she really should be headlining Glastonbury with this sound. It would be phenomenal. Can you imagine Saturday night at Glastonbury and these songs are playing live? Ah, I'd pay good money for that. About £250, to be precise. <laughs> In fact, you've already paid good money for that. It's just a case of will she be there or not. So, uh, should we get stuck in? Yeah, I, I said to you before, didn't I? Well, I am so excited for this episode because this is just such a good album. So, side one, track one. 
It's magic. Side one, track one of this episode. And Dan, is this a bit of deja vu or have we talked about this track quite recently? Yes, Will, we talked about this quite recently on our top 40 of 2020 episodes. This was, I think, number 21, 22. Either way, as we said at the time, it's it did very well because it was a fantastic song. Uh, and secretly, we knew we were going to be talking about the whole album in full, didn't we? We did all along, so we knew we were going to come into more detail about this. So, Dan, who is uh, there? Are a lot. There are quite a few different people involved in this album. Yes, but who is responsible for this? So, yes, this is one of those albums where there's going to be quite a few names mentioned. There's a great team behind this album. So, on Magic, we have got Miss Kylie Minogue herself. Now, it's worth pointing out that Kylie co-writes every single song on the album, and this is. Um, not the first time she's done this, she did it with Golden, but then before that, it was Impossible Princess. So it's only her third album doing that, but I love, I just always love getting Kylie's input on the writing. Uh, we've also got Timu Brunila, who is a Finnish songwriter who's worked with Pixilot, JLS, and David Guetta. We've got Daniel Heloy <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> Something funny. No, no, carry on. <laughs> Daniel Heloy Davidson, who is Norwegian and uh, has worked on Kylie's Aphrodite and Kiss Me Once and Golden, as well as working with Melanie C and Claire Richards. We've got Peter Wallavik, who is Danish and worked on Kylie's Get Out of My Way with the aforementioned Daniel, as well as working on Kylie Christmas and Golden. And we've got Michelle Buzz uh, from LA, who has worked with Adam Lambert and Katy Perry. And it's produced by PhD, who are the aforementioned Peter and Daniel. Did you get all that, Will? Uh, just about. I might have to re-listen to this episode just to just to catch up again. It's a very optimistic, positive vibe to this song, isn't there? Definitely. I think you know. It's this is. We heard say something, but this is kicking off the disco album, the disco collection, and it is so disco, and it's so sort of vintage disco as well, isn't it? It is. It's a funky little number, uh, and I think this is probably for me the true. Uh, the true was the true launch of the whole disco era. They say something was sensational. This really gives a flavour of what to expect on the album. I think it almost confirmed it. We knew say something was disco esque. We knew the album was called disco, and then this I think just took it up a level. Um, and of course, it came with that amazing video, which was filmed at Fabric. And Kylie said of the video that she wanted to give fans a moment of escapism to celebrate on a fantasy dance floor. And I think not only with the video, but with the entire concept of the album, it is exactly the escapism that we needed in 2020. And also, if you want more stuff for the dance floor, this there was the Purple Disco Machine remix, which we have also talked about this year. Uh, and very big fans of those remixes, aren't we? huge fans and this one does not disappoint um it's all you know the song itself is great for the dance floor anyway but then it just adds something i guess it takes it from the vintage disco to to the modern disco i suppose and i'm sure you'd agree will i'm happy with any sort of disco yes and i love seeing you getting ready to go dancing at the disco it's like john travolta at the start of saturday night fever Oh, I'm glad you said at the start of that and not the start of uh, Hairspray. Or Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> no, Pulp Fiction. It would have been more Pulp Friction with how tight those trousers you were wearing uh, normally is. And I definitely can't fit into those trousers at the minute after all of those cheese boards. I've gone from dance floors to cheese boards. Anyway, let's move on. Dan, what's next? Next up, we are going straight into album track territory, Will. And that is a fantastic thing. And it is Miss A Thing. Dance. 
So that's Miss a Thing, Frack 2. Well, I'm going to go straight in with the writers on this one before we delve into what we love about it. This was, of course, Miss Minogue again uh, and Mr. Brunila again as above. We've also got Nico Stardi, who is a Finnish songwriter who's worked with Bieber and Paris Hilton. Two of your favourites, Will. We've also got Ali Ahern, who is from LA and is an alt-pop singer-songwriter in her own right, but recently signed a publishing deal, hence writing this sort of thing for Kylie. Uh, and it's produced by Brunilla and Stardy. Have you got a cough? No, what, what, what do you mean? You went, Anita, ahem. <laughs> it's Ali, love. Ali Ahern. Ali Ahern. And do you know what? I'm probably not even saying it right anyway, Will, am I? Anyone who listens to this podcast regularly will know... I don't really know how to pronounce many words. Uh, or even talk very well, actually. Why are you on a podcast, no. eh? I don't know. Got a face for TV, haven't I? Oh, that'd be lovely. See, you were popping up on Blue Peter. Oh, or just, I'd love to do one of those Channel 5 talking heads things where it's like, set, you know, best songs of the 70s or best Britain's breast. Britain's breast? No. Britain's, 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 Britain's best breast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get the experts in for that one. I'd have to say... Melinda Messenger. Oh, you're for Sam Fox. Oh, a couple of lovely ladies. What a lovely pair. Yes. And also, let's not forget that puppies are lovely at Christmas. Uh, and so are uh, other breasts as well. Other dogs as well. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we are definitely breast men at Christmas. You like a bit of leg as well, though, don't you? Well, the trouble is... Around our Christmas table, at, uh, back with my family, so many of us ask for a leg. We almost need like a bird of Matthew's genetically mutated turkey. Oh, not that they, not that they exist. Obviously, bird of Matthew's, the right choice for turkey this Christmas. Succulent, juicy, delicious. Norfolk turkey, that's so good. So we'll <laughs> miss a thing. <laughs> this song. I feel like it brings it down a notch from Magic, but it's kind of a good thing because we've got a lot of disco to get through on this album and I feel like it's perfectly paced to lead us into the rest of the album. What do you think? I think it is a nice way in. After Magic, which is the single, everybody knows it, this is a lovely soft landing into Kylie's disco world. It's very bright, it's very breezy, it's very whimsical and I think it kind of almost takes you by the hand into the disco. Uh, Warms you up, gives you a few... Uh, G&Ts, a couple of Sambucas before it uh, guides you uh, teasingly out onto the dance floor with a wink and a wave. Hmm. Um, There is a gorgeous bass groove to this song and I feel like Magic really had the horns uh, but this one's got the strings. Horns and strings, much like a uh, a reindeer uh, being tugged away by Santa. Oh, looky Rudolph. <laughs> this episode is ridiculous. <laughs> it is Christmas. It is. And we have to talk about Kylie's vocal, of course. I love how magic she's really reaching the upper parts of her register. But here there's a gorgeous, breathy vocal just taking us through it. Absolute heaven. Track three now. Let's get into a real groove. Kylie's real groove there and we were hand clapping along so this is the sign of a good disco album isn't it is if you can uh, what's the earliest point you can start hand clapping along to tracks it's track three yeah absolutely the hand claps are there the vocoder is there the groove is there the groove is so good the groove is in the title and I think like the previous track well it's still there's still a little bit of sparseness to it it's not really in your face disco yet but it's, it's still, it's just easing us to the dance floor. We're on the dance floor. We're having a good time. We're clapping our hands. But it's still not 100%, but it's still brilliant. We're probably 
bobbing around a little bit, bobbing our heads a little bit, probably teetering on the edge of the dance floor with a drink. The bouncer's caught our eye, so he's watching to see if we take our drinks onto the dance floor or not. Uh, and he's he's okay at the moment. Things could mm. trickle over. You know, there's the, the the evening is on the on the turn, and I think this is the last point now before things really start to kick off. Definitely. It's almost, I think at the minute we're, we're dancing around that man bag that you insist on carrying everywhere with you. What do you keep in that thing? That's bloody Louis Vuitton, I'll have you know. <laughs> well, I just don't know that you need to take it everywhere. I have got my credit cards, my debit cards, my lip balm, my hand cream, my hand sanitizer, my face mask, uh, my spritzer spray, my uh, hip flask, uh, my chewing gum, my loose change, my keys, and some Vaseline. Well, when you put it like that, I suppose it would bulge up your pockets if you kept them in there, wouldn't it? I'd be wandering around like a bloody, uh, uh, like a uh, squirrel stuffing nuts up uh, for winter. On writing duties on this one, we've got the aforementioned Minogue, Brunilla and Stardi. We've also got a leader, Gapristad who is Norwegian, and we have talked about a leader earlier this year, Will. Do you remember? Have we? No. Refresh my memory, please. When we talked about the Eves V fantastic, almost 90s throwback summer dance track, Home Now, with an introduction from Eves V and the new music drop, a leader provides the vocals to that song. Oh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Was that convincing? Mm, yes <laughs> uh this song will at time of recording this song has recently been confirmed as the third single proper from the album but at the minute we don't have any a video or remixes or anything like that so hopefully when this episode goes out we are getting down to some extra real grooves some further listening with real groove mm. and did you see kylie pop up on dua Lipa's studio 2054 uh, and she performed a bit of this song, which it's just, for, I, I love the idea that, you know, Jewel Leapers had an amazing year. She has had her own disco smash, but when Kylie joined her, she performed one of her own disco smashes. I love this whole, and it's happened quite a few times this year, kind of legends supporting and standing legends as well. Uh, we've done it ourselves many times actually as well, but I think, what a partnership of such a legendary, iconic pop star like Kylie alongside someone who's very much entering their imperial phase in the pop world. So yeah. good to see. Bravo. It's lovely. Mm. And two of our faves as well. So it's always lovely when your faves mash up. Mm. Track four now. Oh, Dan. Oh. Monday Blues. So Monday Blues there and what you think might be quite a sombre, sad song reflecting on a weekend that has gone by is actually probably the biggest bop so far on the album. Definitely. And it does throw you off at the start as well, doesn't it? When that acoustic guitar comes in, I thought, oh, she's gone back to Nashville. She's gone back to the golden era. And then all of a sudden this sort of chaotic energy really comes in and the guitar's there throughout, but then it just becomes this another disco bop um and i can definitely see this one being a real treat live i can almost see it being like one of those um what's it called like one of those pop-up performances that just comes out of nowhere i can imagine kylie in the middle and all the dancers kind of monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and for the benefit of listeners will has got his hands in the air while he's singing that and yes i can see that as well will when i say i can see that i mean i can see what you're seeing in your head not i can see yeah sorry i thought beneath your towel my my robe slipped down (laughs) i do like to wear a silk robe uh during december 
I know, but I have privately said off air, if you could wear underwear at the same time, that would be handy just for any no. mishaps. No, sorry. You just have to deal with it. Just get over it. <laughs> any any background on this one, Dom? Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we have got Kylie again. Do I have to say it again? I'll keep saying it. Kylie has covered in this one again. We've also got Sky Adams, who has worked with Sigma, Sagala, and Harvey. Harvey of uh, Streetly Come Dancing fame. I think now we'll know if he's won or not, but now you and I don't actually know if he's won or not. Uh, oh, and, we've got... and do you know what, Dan? He's mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Well, he is, Will. Absolutely no denying that. Lovely lad as well. So far, too young, to far too young for you. Well, for you? Excuse <laughs> me very much. Just about right for me. Uh, we've also got Megan or Megan Cotton or Cotone, uh, who has also worked with Sagala as well as Little Mix. We've got Danny Shah, Will, who was offered his first publishing deal with Brian Higgins at Xenomania and went on to re- release work with Flory and Kaiser Chiefs and has also worked on Kylie's Golden. And we've also got Lindsley Campbell, who made a name for himself as a remixer in the 90s, working with people like the Lighthouse family. Mark Morrison, Ultimate Chaos, and I've not mentioned them yet, so I can. Spice Girls. Girl power. Let's move on, Will. So, number five, this is Supernova. So supernova there, and Will, we're definitely in the midst of the disco ball right now, aren't we? Oh my god, I love this track. It is. It starts off with a bang, and then it, the energy just keeps going through this track. It's one of my favourites on the album. Had to say it. I can see why it's so it's so immediate as well from that first the vocoded vocal, and I don't really think we've heard a lot of. Kylie vocoder have we in the past this feels like something quite new for her well I would actually say it's if for me it feels a little more like Daft Punk-esque definitely 100% agree I think there's a few moments in this album that you know it's Kylie's disco it's very uh vintage disco influence but also what they did with Random Access Memories which we talked about a few years ago um they brought disco back to the forefront as well I think and working with Nile Rodgers as well and I think a lot of these songs sound like, you know, it could have been Nile Rogers who created these. And obviously he is the godfather of disco or, or something similar. Isn't the, God, isn't the godfather of disco uh, Giorgio Moroder? Mm, maybe he's, I think he's more like the stepdad. Oh, wicked, wicked stepdad who barges into the bathroom when you're on the toilet. and <laughs> Well... Can't really compare your own experiences to everyone else's. <laughs> uh, I I think one of the many genres of music we enjoy, and there are a lot, subgenre wise, is like French disco house. Absolutely, and this is so that, isn't it? Ah, oh, it's it's so good. I think both of us agree. And this one wasn't wasn't a single or a buzz track. I think we both agree this is one of our favourite album tracks, isn't it? And I love it has a very immediate start and a very immediate end, very abrupt end. And sometimes yeah. an abrupt end is very welcome. Well, sometimes. Depends how late it is in the night for that song. Um, also, well, something that I am, my mind is blown about this when I was reading up on the album, looking through my liner notes on my record. Um, Kylie plays synth. On this song as if we couldn't love her enough that is literally what i wrote on my notes as if we couldn't love her enough <laughs> <laughs> um we love kylie we love synths the two combined ah it creates this amazing what a multi-talented lady she is in fact next time you introduce her because you today you did the intro the elongated intro which has even got bigger than last time next time you introduce her for an episode you'll have to add in 
synth player as well. So, Will, do we move on to track six? <laughs> Let's move on to track six, Dan. And this is this was the first thing we heard from Kylie when she came back. This is Say Something. Say something there. This was the lead single, the first taste of new Kylie to be released. And I've just got to say this, Dan, as much as I love this track, it doesn't sound that much like many other tracks on the album. No, it really doesn't. I completely agree. It's definitely got a disco thing about it, but it's also, I I mean, the intro, I get goosebumps when the intro starts because it's quite, I think it's quite theatrical in a way imagine it opening some sort of show in fact it probably you know maybe it will open the uh the live shows next year but it's um really like chilled disco banger i think this one i for me this when it's when it strikes up i immediately have like memories of i believe in you yeah absolutely Uh, and it does sound a little bit more like some of those very like emotional bangers that Kylie is very well known for and very well respected for. And I like the fact that it kind of straddles the line between that the older Kylie sounds and the more new disco sound. But I remember when it came out, a lot of people said, OK, first track from Kylie's disco era, but it doesn't sound that much like a disco track. Yeah. And then we got magic. And then, and then we, we got thought- magic. Okay. But I think at the same time, I feel like, you know, Golden was great. It gave Kylie a lot of hits. It did really well. There's a great tour with it. And it, it kind of marked that era of her life. But I think there was, from the fan base, a little bit of a, a sort of sigh of relief that that was just for one album and one project. And then she came back to sort of her pop dance roots. And Say Something was a great example of that. But it also, of course, then marked the intro to Disco as well. So, um, yeah, while it wasn't in your face disco, it was certainly like a welcome return to to Kylie doing this shiny. Oh production. yeah, it was very much a homecoming when this track was released. The way it was received, also Dan, and this isn't something that we got to enjoy in the UK. There was an F9 remix of this track, and as we all know, F9 is one half of the Freemasons. I think for me, this almost gives it the disco donk. Uh, that maybe some people thought was lacking from the original version. Yeah, maybe if you're on a night out and you wanted to hear Say Something, and, and you probably do or did, because it's also the great thing about this song, I think, is it's it was the message of it was so welcomed as well during lockdown and everything. Those lyrics about love is love, it never ends, can we all be as one again? But the track itself wasn't the danciest track in the world, so this remix of it would just be perfect for the dance floor. And we can't leave this song without talking about who Kylie worked with on this one. So there was Richard Stannard and Ash Howes, a.k.a. Biffco. Of course, we've talked about them so many times before. Uh, Spice Girls, but also Melanie C and some of her big bots from this year. And also working with Kylie on In My Arms and In Your Eyes and Love at First Sight. And there was also John Green, who worked on Kylie's Golden. Uh, and it was produced by um, Biffco, as well as Duck Blackwell, who has worked with a huge array of acts, including Tina Arena, Cooler Shaker and Halsey. And vocal production was by Kylie herself. She got on Logic and she learned during lockdown how to do vocal production. Oh, Kylie, us too. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, perhaps she could teach us a thing or two. (laughs) Some of those questionable edits. Uh... (laughs) What are you talking about? seven now and this is last chance
and that's last chance and this is really hitting its stride now right in the middle this is again it's another one that it's up it's we're dancing from the word go yeah and we don't need to wait until the last chance for a dance do we we love a dance we go to a gig or a I was going to say a club, but I don't know the last time we went to a club. I'm not, I'm not even talking because of COVID-19. I'm just talking about being old dears. But uh, in general, we do love a boogie. And, you know, I'm quite happy just getting the dancing going, you know, just at home one evening after a few too many Baileys and uh, Baileys and Bacardis. Mixed together. Yeah, it's called a uh, Tit for Tat. This is probably one of the catchiest tracks so far, isn't it? With that chorus. Yeah, you can just imagine that the sort of the chanting element of that chorus. Again, I've said this a few times, but during the live shows, you can imagine that being a big part of it. You can imagine the audience really getting into that part. Yeah, just sort of striking the air. Last chance. Last chance. Last ah, I can't wait for it. Well, I cannot wait for that gig. So excited. Um, also what I love about this song is how it starts off great it's a real you can tell it's just a great disco bop but when the bridge comes in it kind of strips things back a bit and it doesn't exactly go where you expect it to go it's just kind of a slight detour Uh, really I really like that it's just you know don't get too comfortable with the disco because Kylie's gonna take you on a trip she's gonna pull the rug out from underneath you she's gonna pull out the rug and reveal uh, a mirrored dance floor Oh, lovely. So you can see right up your skirt. <laughs> and behind this one, it's no one new. Well, old favourites now, old friends of the podcast. Kylie, we've also got Adams, Cotone and Adams on production. So track number eight now. And Will, I really do. I love it. So that was I Love It there. And what does Kylie love? Disco. And life. And Glastonbury. And Danny. And Trap by Track. I thought it was snowdrops on roses and noses on kittens. <laughs> she loves diamonds and rubies. She's crazy about Bentleys. Gucci dresses and, you know, the Big Brothers version. <laughs> Uh, so what to say about this one other than just another absolute solid gold disco pop banger. Definitely. And I think this one takes the strings even further, even further than we've heard on this whole album. I think on this song, Will, there are more strings than those that you find dangling around a lovely pussy at a cat cafe. For me, also, there's a definite, as well as the strings, there's a definite, almost Balearic house vibe undercut, undercutting this track as well. Absolutely glorious. It's glorious. It really is glorious. And I think um, this song, not to sound too cheesy, heavily, not to sound too um, Mike. What's that, what's that? What was that DJ called? Mike. Mike Reed. Mike Reed. Not to sound too Mike Reed. Um, but as a Kylie fan, I think even whether you love country Kylie or indie Kylie or whatever, you can't help but love it because it's just so euphoric. It's so fantastic. And also, that isn't Mike Reed as in Pat, 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 Pat from EastEnders. <laughs> no. no. But he does look great in a bow tie. Just a bow tie. <laughs> she was a very lucky lady, wasn't she? Very lucky lady. And a very lovely lady as well. Pam and Clement. Will, you'll like this. This was the third track released or previewed from the album, but it wasn't a single proper. It was classed as a promotional single or a buzz track. Back in October. Uh, there we go. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. One if of I our have a, phrases. have a pound every time you said buzz track, I'd have 15 pounds. <laughs> oh, you've been counting. 
<laughs> and we are we have got our fingers crossed and we have put a request in that buzz track is one of the new phrases that enters the uh collins english dictionary for 2021 that would be great, wouldn't it? Uh, Will, I know you're dying to know who's behind this song as well. And oh, I think please, you know already. Dan, please. I think you know. It is once again uh, the wonderful uh, Biff Stannard of Biff Co. Along with Duck Blackwell. You're right, Carly Duck. Okay, track number nine now. Dan, question for you. Mm. Oh, when the party's over. Where does DJ go? I think this is just giving the fans what they want. It's so camp and so dramatic. And just from the title alone, it just feels like a, a you know, kind of like a Your Disco Needs You kind of thing. Where does the DJ go? It just, it feels like, you know, an ultimate Kylie track. And we had to have a bit of Camp Kylie on this album as well. It does actually remind me, and I don't know why, it reminds me a little bit of Shopping by Super Sister. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> It's, and this if like, we're la- oh no no i can imagine but i don't know if you're the same when if this one is performed live i can imagine kylie and the dancers kind of quite camply frolicking around the stage trying to find the dj and maybe they'll even combine it with a bit of a reprise of locomotion that would be lovely wouldn't it that'd be heaven as in the wedding version from the uh summer festival tours which was brilliant toot toot yeah. Uh, beep, beep, beep. Um, there is an additional writer on this one, Will, that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, Caris Houston, who has worked with Little Mix and Ella Henderson, alongside uh, some of the names who have written previously on the album. I'm not going to list everyone. We haven't got time. No, we, this is, we're running. I don't know what the edit's going to be like, but at current recording rate, this episode is going to run very long. I'm just going to cut most of it out. So during edit, this will be about eight minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wishful thinking for the listeners there. Track number 10 now. Dance for Dark. You and me, you and me. Darling there, Dan. And Dan, mm-hmm. you're my dance floor darling. Well, that's one of the nicest things you've ever said to me. Thank you very much. Oh, I've just, uh, I think we both very po- overwhelmed with positivity whilst listening to that track. We really were. We had a little moment. We had a little virtual hug. You, you've got a little tear in your eye, actually. Or have you just sat on your microphone again by accident? <laughs> yes. Accident. Um. (laughs) Dan, this is my favourite song on the album You are kidding me, Will, really? No, I absolutely love this Because the chorus just soars And it's so, it's it's life-affirming And I don't mean to sound like quite hyperbolic there But I just think it's the way it kind of just goes up into the lyrics of like no regrets And it just makes you feel good yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's again, another one. I think we're on track 10 of 12 now. So it's kind of the disco is maybe slowing down a little bit. And this isn't as upbeat or as in your face or as intense as some of those real dance tracks from earlier. But it's still, you know, it's wonderful disco music. And I think as well, it's a bit of a song of two halves. Because once it started, uh, oh sorry, once the chorus kicked in, it felt like it could be not only played at Studio 54 but also maybe like the song in a film that's at the American prom where the mirror ball is really kind of oh, giving yeah. light to the room. I'm glad you agree with me on that one. 
I do. I really agree with you. We don't always agree. Uh, but Less and less as the years go on. But actually, that's a good thing because it, would be, it wouldn't be as interesting otherwise, would it? No, quite. I love that spoken word part. What, what are you waiting for, she says. And then the tempo just increases. But it's very like, where does the DJ go? It's quite uh, camp in some ways. And it's just very, the title in itself, Dance Floor Darling, very Kylie. Because she is our Dance Floor Darling. She is. And I think in our own ways, we're all dance floor darlings, whether, whether the dance floor is our living room carpet, whether it is uh, in a nightclub, whether it's a ballroom, uh, whether it's your uncle's basement, you know, wherever. Hmm. Well, have a conversation off air, I think, Lovie. <laughs> so, Will, track 11 now? Yes. This is Unstoppable. Unstoppable, and Will, I just absolutely love how they say unstoppable. It's brilliant, isn't it? It is. It's a slightly more, I guess after the euphoria of the last few tracks, it's slightly more pared down, but it's got that very pointed chorus, hasn't it? Very pointed. And also there were elements of this song that I thought were quite Michael Jackson, actually. You know, his sort of off-the-wall disco days did make me think. I wonder if Kylie and Michael Jackson ever met. Oh, there's a thought I never thought I'd have today. (laughs) (laughs) I can give you some more if you like. No, no, thank you. I don't want any of your thoughts in my head. Absolutely uh, disturbing, actually. Mm. Quite, yeah. And good for you. Thank you. (laughs) You do like to be disturbed. I love a bit of disturbia every now and then. Uh, Will, there's some new names on this one, and I think you're going to like what you hear. Go on. So as well as Kylie, we have got Fiona Bevan, who we talked about only two weeks ago, uh, who co-wrote Steps Come and Dance With Me from their fantastic new album, What the Future Holds. She has also worked with Shane Phelan from Westlife. Uh, He's absolutely gorgeous, actually. What do you think of Kean from Westlife? Oh, he he had a hair transplant, did you know? No, I did not. Yeah. He's also uh, married to a girl who used to be in Hollyoaks and she was also in a girl band that I can't remember the name of. She was in Girl Thing. Was she? No. Yes. You are new thinking about uh, Roxy Mitchell from EastEnders. No, she was in Girls at Play. Ah, aren't you thinking of Jenny Frost <laughs> from Atomic Kitten? No, she was in Precious. <laughs> no, aren't you thinking of Jessica Plummer? No, she was in Neon Jungle. No, aren't you thinking of... No, I can't think of any more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also co-writing this one is Troy Miller, who has worked with Rebecca Ferguson, Laura Mvula and Emily Sanday. And he also produced the song. So we're on to the last track now. With... No. No, it is the last track. Will, it is the last track on the standard edition of the album. And we don't normally do deluxe editions but will it's christmas and at christmas if we can't give that extra bit of length for listeners then when can we so this our further listening that we're foregoing our further listening for the full disco experience so okay then so let's do track 12 let's do track 12 Uh, And this is Celebrate You.
celebrate you there. Now, Dan, that song sounds very familiar, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it feels like you've known that song your whole life. Is it because of the piano in it? I don't know where it's from, but it just sounds like it's from something. Yeah, I, I think the same. It just, the piano, obviously this is the last track on the standard edition of the album, which we're not doing today. But I think that piano, which we've not really heard too much of on the rest of the album, just gives it, it's, gives it a bit of a softer edge, but it also feels like it could have been on an earlier Kylie album, maybe even like a really early uh, 80s Kylie album or something like that. And maybe that's, that's what it is. Maybe it just sounds like vintage Kylie. Isn't it the piano from Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel? Do, 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 do. Heaven, do, do, do. Must be missing an angel. <laughs> do, do, do. Well, I don't know. I, I don't think it officially is because uh, it's not kind of referenced in the, in the credits and stuff, but maybe they thought they could get away with it. They sampled the song once, they thought they'd get away with it, and they don't agree with that. It's in the workplace. <laughs> so let's move into now the deluxe tracks on the album. It's a deluxe edition of Track by Track, actually, isn't it? It is a deluxe edition, if you include everything we've said in, because we've been I'm banging definitely on not going to, Will, <laughs> because some of it is not safe for air. So track one of the deluxe edition, or track 13... Whichever way you uh, swing, this is Till You Love Somebody. So track 13, Till You Love Somebody. I lo- The whole track's fantastic, but I have to just highlight the synth at the end of this one. We've mentioned Daft Punk a couple of times, but it is so Daft Punk-esque. I wouldn't have been half surprised if I found out that they had collaborated on this one. They haven't, but it's very them. And I'm sure Kylie would love that. It's got a wonderful chorus as well. I think when she gets and she hits that Till You Love Somebody, it's almost euphoric but it's just not that kind of track no it's not uh and once again on this one it's kylie love it's sky adams it's lindsley campbell and it's timu Brunila. so i love that we've had some some people working on this album uh in just certain groups but then some of these writers have worked with different writers and other songs as well it's a real collaborative project and that's lovely and that is lovely so track 14 now, this is Fine Wine. Fine wine there. And and this is another one of my favourite tracks on the album. Uh, I I think I love it because it's talking about something very dear to our hearts. (laughs) Wine. Wine. Yeah. Uh, Drinking and drinking fine wine. And also it's referencing uh, a huge disco classic, uh, Bad Girls by Donna Summer. Yes. Which, of course... Kylie uh, referenced or sampled in the live version of Locomotion that you mentioned earlier, didn't she? She it's did all indeed. coming full circle. And actually, Will, I don't know if you read this as well. The reason that Kylie decided to do a disco album is because as part of the um, Golden Tour, there was a Studio 54 section and it was just celebrating disco in that moment that made her realise she wanted to go kind of go back to it, but also explore it even further. So we have got the live Kylie dates to be thankful for for this whole project she feels so at home in this genre doesn't she of pop music Mm. and clearly having an amazing time and I think that's one of the things I've 
enjoyed the most this year is seeing some incredible female pop stars at the top of their game. And I mean Kylie, Jessie Ware, Roisin Murphy, Sophie Ellis-Bexter doing those incredibly uh, uh, welcoming, inclusive, fun kitchen discos as well. And it's definitely been a year when we've really needed that. Well, I can't help. I don't want to sound like a pessimist. You know me. But is there a little bit, is it a bit of a coincidence that Kylie just released her own wine range this year, Kylie Wines, and has released a track called Fine Wine? Is it subliminal advertising? Yes. So, Will, we are on to the penultimate track proper now of this episode. This is, oh, Hey Lonely. So, hey, Lonely, there, Dan. Is she all right? Is she talking to us? Or I thought she'd written a song for you, to be honest. <laughs> it's definitely a deluxe track on an album track. It is, but I feel like this is the first time that I've really felt that. I didn't, I didn't feel it with Till You Love Somebody or Fine Wine. This, to be honest, Will, out of all the songs on the entire album, I think this is the one that I wouldn't necessarily... It wouldn't drag me to the dance floor like most of the others have but I would quite happily enjoy it while I was in a bar. So you wouldn't want to be dragged off to the dance floor in a club. You'd rather be tugged off in a bar. (laughs) Pulled off at the pub. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine being just, you know, in a corner booth and just really enjoying this one. You definitely wouldn't be lonely, that's for sure. No. But on a on a more serious note, if you are feeling lonely, particularly at this time of year, please do get in touch with the Samaritans. And if you are tugging someone off in a bar, please be discreet. And do get in touch at Trap by Trap UK. We'd love to see what's happening. We'd love to see some photos. <laughs> Videos. so we're on to the last track of the whole deluxe album shebang and this is spotlight Spotlight there, uh, and it wasn't named after the regional BBC news programme for the southwest of England. Uh, it was more about, again, disco, dancing, being in the spotlight. I I really like this as an end to the deluxe version of the album because it's almost a uh, amalgamation of everything that's been great about the whole album. Obviously, you've got Kylie, you've got the disco groove to it, you've got some vocoder, you've got some chanting. I think it's a great way to round off 16 tracks. Because for me, I know it's a deluxe version of the album that we're talking about, but that is the complete album for me. It's the complete experience. Yeah, I agree. Also, the bass on this one, I found the bass almost hypnotic, really drew me in. Uh, And I think actually, Hey Lonely aside, not to, you know, not to say anything uh, dismissive about the track but we, as we said it's more of a, a little bit more of a laid back track uh, but these other three deluxe tracks uh, included in the rest of the album I could imagine any one of them going down a storm on the live shows next year this included now Dan before we finish for today just a word on the album and how it did 
And I have to say, this was extremely positively received. So uh, the likes of The Guardian, The Independent, uh, NME, uh, The Times all gave it four out of five. Uh, in fact, Metro, everybody's favourite free daily London newspaper, gave it five stars out of five. And I have to say, it was critically acclaimed. Two, two. We're out of time, Dan. And uh, Will, I can't help but notice, as fantastic as this album is, you haven't talked about the album artwork. Oh, shit. Oh, God, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the, you know the album is too good when you literally forget to talk about it. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the, briefly talk about the artwork. Uh, it's Kylie uh, with her Kylie name and current logo, Disco, along the top. And then you've got... Uh, she's got a frizzy perm, which I think is amazing. Some wonderful mm. makeup. And then underneath her, she is she's amongst the stars and she's got a massive star underneath her. So that's it for this week's episode. Well, actually, it's not it for this week because it's Christmas week. And if the last couple of years are anything to go by, we've probably got a little bit more up our sleeves, Dan. We have. And we don't normally do this, but I think... You know, people are busy at Christmas, but people love track by track. And we want to make sure that you know what's coming up so you can clear some time in your diary and enjoy the podcast. So we're going to tell you what's coming up on track by track this Christmas. And we're very excited to announce that we said this is our fourth uh, Kylie track by track episode. Our fifth is just a few days away because on Christmas <laughs> Eve, we're celebrating five years of Kylie Christmas. Which I can't wait for, Will. Two Kylie's in one week. I know, it really is Christmases. All of our Christmases have come at once as we talk about Kylie again on Christmas Eve with Kylie Christmas. And it's not only Christmas Eve, is it, Will? We're back again on Christmas Day, aren't we? We are back on Christmas Day, and I'm very happy to share this one. Uh, on Christmas Day, we are talking about a hidden gem of a Christmas album. It is A Glimpse of Stocking by St Etienne, which was their previously only fan club release Christmas album that has now become available for everyone to enjoy on Spotify over the last few weeks Uh, and it's a phenomenal Christmas collection of tracks Uh, we've talked about St Etienne before on Track by Track I'm a big fan Dan is getting there you won't want to miss that on Christmas Day yeah so before or after the Queen's speech or during if you're not a royalist we are going to be with you on Christmas Day it's going to be a very different Christmas this year but track by track, as always, will be present. Will be the present. Will be your present. Uh, and Dan, what can our listeners do if they want to show their appreciation to us at this special time of year? Uh, PayPal, cash or check. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, please do uh, leave a rating and a review. Five lovely gold stars for Christmas is always appreciated uh, on Apple Podcasts. And Will, how can they get in touch with us with anything else? Let us know what you think about Kylie Disco, Kylie Christmas and St Etienne A Glimpse of Stocking in advance of those episodes at Track by Track UK. And please let us know what's under the tree for you this year because we do like to be nosy. We are really nosy buggers. And we're quite judgy as well. But we'll keep oh, that to ourselves. We love to judge a badly dressed Christmas tree. But that's another story for another day. Maybe Christmas Day even. So until next time, I've been a dance floor darling. And I've been the DJ. Where did I go? Goodbye. Goodbye. But we're enjoying the wine. So cheers, Kylie. Have you had any yet? We're having some this evening. Yes, we are, aren't we? <laughs> uh, this rosé is particularly fruity. <laughs> Each week you invite you invite a lady onto the podcast. You show her your tat and she shows her your her she shows her you you her tit. And is is tat short for tattoo or your tatties? Tat. No, tit. No, your tat is your penis. Oh, that's your, that's your tat. So that's quite, well, that's quite crude, actually. Can we don't keep that in? No, that's that's maybe too much. <laughs> and that's from us, so that must be quite bad. <laughs>
fat is your penis? Oh. 